Welcome to the Intentional Wellbeing Podcast. I am so excited to be on the podcast today with founder, creator, visionary, Elise Kay, around her revolutionary Boulder Holders. Has anybody ever seen that movie, The Boulder Holders? If you don't know what I'm talking about, we're going to be talking about bras, breast health, working out, and all that good stuff today. Elise Kay, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy to be here. I don't know if your uh, listeners know this, but we've had multiple conversations. Yep. Um, and definitely our our sisters from a different uh, different Mister. Yes. So looking forward to today. Absolutely. Fantastic. Let me read your bio. You got to know all about. You got to know all about Elise. She founded Bloom Bras out of frustration, and girl, I hear you. Uh, I was really actually going to put up a video about trying to get your um, your bra on, your sports bra on before your yoga, you know, your yoga practice or your workout. How you basically have to dislocate your shoulder to get into a sports bra that is so tight that it cuts off circulation to your brain. That's totally how I feel about my sports bra. But you have had an amazing journey on this. So you felt the frustration as a person that doesn't fit into the box of conventional sizing for bras. And you knew that it was an engineering challenge and not a design flaw. You were going to figure out how this was going to work for all of us. So you partnered with NASA. Can you hear this? NASA. Uh, shipping and packaging experts uh, and celebrities, corset designer to Oprah and to Adele to develop a sports bra that adjusts to the body. Design without harmful underwire. It lifts the breasts rather than squashing them. So no more uniboob and removing pressure on the shoulders and ribs, which is what I need. Uh, this allows for natural movement of the breast and uninterrupted circulation of blood, improving your posture and physique. We are now the most body inclusive line on the market. And this is why I, this is why we're talking from a 28 C all the way to a 56 L there's no underwire or Velcro. It's designed to be comfortable. It's designed to distribute weight throughout the back and sides. It isn't just going to like compress you into a big squish to a big marshmallow. It allows for natural movement and all the great things. And what I love is you've named this company after your grandma. I thought that was the sweetest thing who gave me several things that, uh, that make me who I am. She loves to travel food as well as having big boobs. So you, I'm going to say, I always say that I'm the honorary president of the big titty committee, but maybe you're there. Maybe you're the founding partner of the big. I'll be vice president. Come on. You'll be vice president. Are you okay to be vice president? Can we share (laughs) that role? I am so excited to talk to you. You reached out to me on Instagram because I think I was complaining about my bra and I'm always asking people because it's, it's a never ending battle bras, everyday bras and bras for working out. And what I found with sports bras that have compression, they just squish you everywhere. Mm -hmm. So like breast tissues coming out under your arms. Sometimes my girls are trying to, they are so squished they're trying to make a run for it out of the top of my bra Mm -hmm. and i have to say to them excuse me ladies back to your assigned seating you are not free to get up and roam around the cabin especially if i'm in down dog teaching a class the last thing i want is for my breasts just to try to get out out. right pop right out and, and be part of the class in a way that they were not invited to be in so thank you for creating this product oh thank you for uh thank you for having me to talk about it 
Absolutely. So tell me about your, fr- I mentioned some of my frustration. Yeah. Tell me what was like the catalyst because you basically just redesigned something that was problematic for all of us. Like it takes a lot of guts and a lot of boobs to get out there and do things. Do things well, I, I have, I have the latter for sure. So uh, yeah. I'm, I'm naturally a double G oh. and, uh, and so, but very active. And, and so I actually wrote the business plan for Bloom Bras in college because I couldn't believe that there was nobody that was addressing this market. So some statistics, and then I'll, yes. I'll jump back into that. Absolutely. Bring it on. So 70% of women in the U.S. are now a D cup or above. And the um, average dress size is a 44, to, I'm sorry, is a um, 14 to a 16, which equivalates in, in band size to about a 44, 46. And yet literally there is no company out there that is focusing on this. It's a very different engineering challenge, as you mentioned, to carry a three pound weight versus a 12 pound weight. Totally. And so, you know, you wouldn't use the same mechanism. So anyway, I um, I kept saying whenever somebody actually creates a real sports bra, I can't wait to buy it. I'm a pretty active person. I, I'm i a yogi. I'm a dancer. I, I used to run back in the day. And so I was, um, I was running my first half marathon and uh, I did what I had always done, which is I wore two sports bras. Yeah. And in this case... That. I wore an underwire bra underneath that, and um, I had no skin left from the shaping of the underwire and the hooks sticking in my back. Uh, So it was a bloody mess at the end of this race. And I I said, you know what? That's That's it. it. There's got to be a better solution out there. Um, I took to, this is a a while ago, so I took to the internet and saw that there were hundreds of thousands of women complaining about the exact same thing that I was. Mm -hmm. And... So it took me a couple of years, but I kept saying, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it the way that I want to, which is yeah. let's tear it down. Let's take the word boob out of the equation and let's look at this like we would like in an engineering project yeah. and really solve for it. And so the things that I wanted in my bra, I wanted adjustability. So our bodies t- change 10% throughout a month naturally. Um, so if you're a B cup, not a big deal, but if you're a triple D, you know, that's that's a pretty big fluctuation that can be up to a cup size. Yeah. And as you know, if we put, if you put 10 women who are all, let's just say a 38 triple D next to each other, they're going to look and they're going to hold different. They're going to have different desired outcomes. And so I wanted something that was going to focus on adjustability, comfort, breathability, definitely no underwire. We can talk Mm. about that, but I am, I am very anti underwire. Mm -hmm. Um, It serves a purpose, but you know, if you think about the body, especially for somebody like you and my and somebody like me who were doing things like yoga, right? Your yeah. lymph nodes, your lymph nodes have to drain. Um, yeah. And if you think about an underwire bra and you think about where it's pushing into, it's pushing right into your lymph nodes. And so mm-hmm. um, that was really important to me. And then mm-hmm. I kept saying also, it doesn't have to look or feel like a suit of armor, right? And um, and so. When I started talking to designers, everybody kept coming back with kind of the same like sports bra, you know, with just yeah. a, a, a bigger version. And, you know, companies like Nike, who've been printing money for years and years and years. They, I like they, that you say that have been printing money, I mean, literally, literally, right? And, and, and got, by the way, uh, that's not a dig on Nike. They know what they're doing. They've got totally. it. But, you know, they, there's a reason that they've traditionally only gone up to a 38D. Right? Right. It's way easier 
to deal with the itty bitty titty committee versus, you know, versus, versus us. Right. Right. And so I said, you know, there's, there's, if we were to, to be able to accomplish those things, um, many of us would breathe a sigh of relief. And many of us could breathe because we would be so constricted. And so I had no idea what I was doing. So I launched on Kickstarter and, um, and this was in 2016, and I had 240,000 people come through our Kickstarter page within three weeks without spending a dollar. I mean, wow. I spent money on, I spent money on getting the prototypes made, yeah. but but no money at all on on creating a beautiful Kickstarter or whatnot. Right. Right. And so I knew that that I was on to something, um, you know, and that I was really, I feel like again, tip of the iceberg. Uh, starting to understand what the market could be. And then the next thing I did was, and I love all the stories because if you think back in time, things have changed so much. But yeah. I posted on um, on a, a Facebook page for specifically for women. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted something and I said, hey, I know this is random, but I'm looking for women between these sizes to come try a couple prototypes and give me your feedback. I want to be for able sure. to try these on real bodies because – you know, most companies use what are called fit models. And so right. they'll take one person and they'll say these they're the, the typical measurements. Yeah. But, you know, again, as I mentioned earlier, if you put a bunch of larger breasted women together, we might have the same size, but yeah. that does not mean we have the same shape. Right. And so um, I had 165 women in the Bay Area. I'll respond to this, uh, this request. 165. <laughs> And they all showed up at my apartment. Oh, to that's hilarious. But it was great because, you know, and I and I say this lovingly, we're not all going to, you know, it's not going to be the bra for every single of course. body type. Of course. Um, and that was important for, you know, that was important for me also to be able to say, what are our outliers? So, mm-hmm. for instance, if you look at um, traditional clothing, it's called grading. So, so right. it, it might it might be, you know, they take something and they make it 7% bigger for the mm-hmm. next size up. But with, yeah. with boobs, it doesn't go that way because you're going to, most likely you're going to be fuller. Um, yeah. So, you know, if you've had kids, for instance, you might, might have to roll them up to shove yeah. them in and, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I breastfed some kids for a while. So, yeah. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Or like, you yeah. know, as we hit, as we get older and when yeah. we hit perimenopause and menopause, our bodies change again so dramatically. Or if you've had yeah. major weight gain, weight loss, your body changes dramatically. If you're, you know, I, I'm not wearing the same things at this age that I was wearing in my 20s or 30s. No. And, no. and so... Um, all those factors played into it. And, uh, and so when I actually launched the product line, I felt like I already had, um, some data points and and those have changed throughout the years. Um, we've been in existence since 2016. And, you know, when we originally launched, we only went up to a 40, no, yeah, 48 K and now we go to 56 L and, and, we're testing right now the 60M because the demand is so high. Wow, um, that's great. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And, you know, one of the things that was so interesting to me is, is 
prior to the pandemic, we were going around doing pop-ups all over the country. That's how that's how the brand grew. And we'd have lines down the street of of people there to, you know, essentially try yeah. the product on because yeah. um, there was such a level of frustration. And the first yeah. question I ask anybody uh-huh. is what size bra do you think you wear? Do you think you wear? And that's that's the key. And you said something that um, made me pause for a second. So from the time I was, I don't know, when my mother took me to Sears when I was 12, because yep. my breasts came in hard and fast. I turned 12, puberty hit, and yep. my double Ds just flew in. Thanks, Grandma. Thanks, Grandma Small. And because my mom, she's like, I don't know where you got these from. I'm flat chested. I can just wear a tank top or a t-shirt. Not me. And it was really upsetting as a young, young, a young woman, not to be able to wear like a tank top without looking like, holy smokes, what's going on there? And you're only 12. You don't know what to do with all of this. And, and what was really interesting to me is when you said the average band size is a 44, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Because I had that kind of big band size and that really reinforced band and the built in shoulders, like really young. And that was that that really gave me a challenge to my self-esteem because everybody's wearing these cute little bras from, yeah. I don't know, Le'Veon Rose or Lacenza or whatever those brands are that I have to laugh at because I can really maybe put it, I can't even wear it as head hair. No, the same. Yeah. Well, I, and yeah. yeah, that hurt my heart a little bit, but that made me feel better to think that that's the regular bra size. Cause you would never see a band size at 44 in the store mm-hmm. anywhere. You'd be lucky right. if you got to a 40. You still, it's it's still a big challenge, you yeah. know, and and it's interesting because, um, you know, and, and I, I feel for I feel for girls specifically, um, yeah. you know, who are going through that time because it didn't matter if you were the the first or the last, you always wanted something different, and you are, yeah. and, and yeah. girls at that age struggle with body issues regardless. Yes. I was the opposite, so I didn't mine didn't come in until I was almost seventeen. Okay. And so I had the opposite. I got made fun of for being flat chested. And I, oh. you know, remember that whole, we must, we must, we must, we must increase our bus. Yeah. So so every goes. night. And then my joke is that, you know, I showed them, I went away uh, to, a, you know, I, I yeah, we had, we had a, we had a, the summer break between my junior and senior year in high school. And yeah. I went from a, we'll call a generous A to, um, to a double D in like oh. three months time. Oh. And so then I had to deal with the teasing of everybody, you know, from one extreme to the other. And then, you know, you, you're getting attention from males, especially older males. Cause yes. at that time, you know, I was 16 years old um, yes. and I didn't know what to do with it. And I was a dancer and the, all of a sudden my costumes weren't fitting me. And you know, it's like all these little things that, that yeah. now you can look back as an adult and say, oh, it's not a big deal. But when you're going through that, man, that was such an emotional, emotional time to begin with. Totally. And then, you know, dealing with boobs. And even now, you know, as as a very grown adult, um, you know, it's like <laughs> I went to an go, interesting age. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, as we're going now through perimenopause and menopause, yeah. And things are changing and shifting again in ways that I don't quite know what to make of it. Um, You have the same, you know, we have, we have a different set of emotional challenges where, you know, it's like at one point the, like, I think the, the breasts are looked at as a sexual, um, you know, desirable. And then at some point, right. If you have kids, they become like 
feeding tools. Yeah, 100%. And then at another point, you know, they become, I would say, like, almost a, a challenge was they start to deflate and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Um, we have one muscle that holds up the entire breast. So oh, it, one ligament. And um, and that ligament, right, that continues to get pulled and, and dragged right. down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, you know, you think about what happens to all our muscles in atrophy. And, and yeah. so no matter what, those those perky boobs are going to deflate. So yeah, and that's you know what I wish people I wish society would support the saggy breast. Like saggy oh breasts God. matter, right? Saggy breasts, right. <laughs> saggy breasts matter. And we're all if we all live long enough, you're gonna have saggy breasts. So right. Well, and you and I yeah. grew up. You know, we you and I grew up in a, a time where breasts. like we we were seeing magazine covers. You know, with like and we we grew we grew up in the push up bra era. You know, where all of a sudden, like, you want them up to your chin. I don't want them up to my chin. I, no. That's the last thing I want these days. That would suffocate me. They're, if I wear certain sports products, they're already there. And I go into down dog and my nose is in my cleavage. Oh my I don't gosh. want that for because they've shoved them so far up. Right. Or you look down. I don't know about you. I'll look down sometimes and I feel like I've got a whole second meal between my clothes. When I come back from the movie theater, I lift up my bra and there's like a half a container of popcorn. You're like, look at snacks. One time I found a chocolate kiss in there and I was so excited. But I do use my my bra as a pocketbook. I'm not going to lie. Oh, me I too. my keys in there. I put, I put my wallet in there. That's how big my chest is. Well, so, so then you're really going to love, um, cause you know, I know you haven't, your bra got returned here, uh, but, uh, <laughs> oh, no. okay. um, don't worry. It'll go, we'll, we'll figure that out after, but, um, yeah. but it's designed with pockets. So each, 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 um, when I was designing the bra with, you know, with a lot of help, obviously, um, yeah. there were several key things that I really wanted. So, um, most of us are not symmetrical and, right, and, you know, right. for some of us that can be up to, you know, up to a cup size different and you might not know it even. Right. But, yes. but you know what, when you go to put a bra on, yes. um, one side tends to be larger than the other side. Yes. And so yes. I wanted, um, and then, like I said, you know, our, our bodies changed out a month. And so it's designed so that each cup works like a corset. So there's no mm -hmm. underwire, but you can adjust the size of the cup and you can adjust the strap. And okay. so with that, um, the way that we did that was I wanted, you know, I kept saying, I want to feel like I'm walking around with somebody's hands holding me up. <laughs> and while I had some volunteers for that role, um, <laughs> that you know, I, right. <laughs> Not those people I want that. Oh yeah, right. Listen, yeah. they're still they, they still offer. I'm yeah. flattered by it. Now I'm trying to take them up on it. But yeah. um, yeah. But so you know, the bra's got almost like a shelf underneath, and so there's a, a section between the shelf and the pocket. Um, I'm sorry, and the the cup that becomes a pocket. So I I run with my phone, um, my keys, and some credit cards in there. Come on. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it's uh it was it was one of those things where um when I discovered it, I, I mean, obviously I'm biased as I say this, but I wear it everywhere. I mean I I That's what I want. When I actually wear you know, I have to wear like a a a non bloom bra, I end up getting jealous. Like I'm like, where's the pocket? You're angry. Where's yep. the this? Where's yeah. that? So yeah. yeah. That's how I feel about when I uh, purchase leggings that I, I have a like 
an impulsive buy mm. and I'll buy a pair of leggings just because I like the color. I like the pattern on them. And then I get them home and I wear them. I'm like, where's the pocket? Because I have oh. a new, I'm not buying leggings without pockets. That is over. I agree. Over. I agree. I mean, and so t- this idea that you could possibly have a pocket in your bra, so it's not just you cramming your wallet, credit cards, and keys oh, into yeah. your actual breast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's yeah. what you're doing. You're actually going to have it yeah. in a section in your bra, which I think is brilliant. Right? Oh. Let's see. Let's see. Let me find it's almost like It's almost like if you wore a breastfeeding bra and never have your head be open. <gasps> you're putting a pair of glasses in there. What? Shut the front door. For those of you yeah. who can't see this, I'm going to share this on YouTube later. But look, look at this bra. Okay. I know you can't sue it. You're going to have to go to YouTube to see this. But this bra, and it's got a zip in the front. Like, look That's at it. how great. And it's got that halter kind of. Yep. Uh, I like one. the halter. Oh, my God. And so each of the cups, I'm trying to put it have, so you can see yeah. it. Have a little corset in them. Nice. Yeah. I love that. Look how comfortable <laughs> that is. And you know what I like? You don't have this gush at the top. No. So, like, again, you know, the the – the goal was in creating these encapsulating cups. The goal yes. was that you had something that was almost going to mimic hands holding you up and lifting right. you up. Now, right. it is a different, right? It's a different experience. Of we've, course it is. We've grown up thinking that, like, you're supposed to have, like, the squished feeling. Yeah. But that actually is really bad. Like, we were just talking about sagging. Mm-hmm. So part of the the reason that we sag is if you're not flexing your muscle, right? If you're not working your muscles, mm-hmm. then they're going they to... Yeah. And so you, you actually do want some movement in the breast. Yeah. You don't want it to yeah. bounce, but you want to right. have some movement. Yeah. yeah. The amount of times I have been driving down, like I live in a really pretty city where there's lots of walking trails and running trails. And I live around, I live along the Detroit river and, and like St. Clair. So there's a lot of people, you know, riding their bikes. I will see a woman running that just looks painful. It's oh. like a good chunk. Oh, and yeah. I gotta look away because I'm thinking to myself, how are you running? Like there, how like it is so clear that we are not we are not thought of in the bra industry. Like so, we're just not considered. My big joke, and I've I'm, I've always wanted to do it, and I've never had the guts to do it, is to go set up like. Remember the old Charlie Brown, like the doctors in. Oh yeah, psychiatric advice on like a running path. Yeah, I want to go do it on a running path and be like, you need a bra, and you need a bra, and you need a bra. Like I really feel like you should be at all running events, like to Mm -hmm. have a tent. Yeah, you know when you go to pick up your race packet with your number and your all that stuff. That the next stop is your bra. Are you wearing the right bra for this race? Right. Let me, I will, I will shave seconds off your time because well, you, you won't be chafing. You won't have to stop and rub the, uh, the body chafe yep. stuff or the deodorant or Vaseline or whatever you used to, you know, to mimic chafing. I can actually shave time off your, off your run time. I'm Absolutely. just thinking. And you're not, and for me, when I start running, I do not want to touch my clothes. I do oh, not yeah. want to pull up my leggings. I do not want to pull down my jacket and I sure as shit don't want to be dealing with my bra. Me I neither. don't want. I don't want the class in the back rubbing the skin off my back. I don't want, and you know what the worst is with underwire bras? After a while, the wire just comes out of the front yeah. and tries to puncture your breast. Well, right. Or it comes right out and you've got one underwire side and one not underwire side and you don't know what to do. Well, so, and to that, like what I was saying about like bra sizing. So when I talk to women and, you know, and talk to them about what, what size bra they think they wear, one of the things is, you know, they'll be like, oh, I'm a, let, let, let's just, I'm just going to throw out, like, I'm a, I'm a 38D. Okay. 
And I can usually eyeball. I'm kind of the boob whisperer these days. I can eyeball and say, you know, like, uh, probably not. Um, but then, you know, you talk to them and you find out that they've been wearing the same bra for eight years. Yeah, or high no fiber left in that bra, you know, and like right. the underwire is essentially at this point, like there, there's no point. It's not doing any any service. Um, and the, the, the tag is all tattered. And, um, you know, and so then you but then you say, here's how you actually measure yourself to to find a bra. Well, the, the, there's no regulation in this industry. So I'm going to pick on Victoria's Secret for a second. Yeah, because I, I mean, that's the one we know the most, right? right. Like everybody's familiar with them. Yeah, yeah. So the way that you take bra measurement is essentially if you take a tape measure and you go around the underbust, around the rib cage, you take that number, write it down. You take the number um, across the, your back and across the, the nipples. Okay. Yeah. You write that number. It's it's a math equation. So if it comes out, let's just say to a you know a thirty four and a forty. Usually you. I think those, I think those were my measurements, like at thirty four and a forty two or so, or forty four or something like that. So then it's so right. So then the the differential there is six. So that's A B C D E F. Okay. Okay. So okay. now I'm going to make it even more complicated. So okay. somebody somewhere decided that D. Was gonna wear was gonna be where we all of a sudden we were gonna say now it's a double D instead of a right. D yeah. or a triple D instead of an F, F. right? So yeah. and to make matters more complicated, that is going to be very different from every bra company out there. So uh, yeah. you're, so they don't use a, a standard measurement. Right. The Victoria's Secret figured out there's this thing called vanity sizing. So right. They know if your measurements are a 34C and you walk in there, they're going to tell you that's a 32D because they know that we as women have been taught a certain thing. And so yeah. we aspire to the smaller ribcage and the bigger size. And so now you're walking around thinking that you're a 32D and that, you know, all these other bra companies, that they don't know what they're doing. Because, you know, you've been wearing this 32D and it, and it, and it looks good on you because your boobs are up at your chin. Um, <laughs> because that's what you can't breathe. Yeah. Right. You can't, and, you can't breathe, but you look good. Right. You, you look, but you look good. Um, yeah. And so, you know, and so there's, again, there's just, there's, it, it adds to this emotional uh, complexity that we have with boobs and with bras. And it also makes it so that sizing is the most difficult thing. You know, we, we deal with this all the time when somebody says, you know, well, um, you know, I think I'm this size and you have to tell them that's probably not your, your actual measurements. You might have a bra that, that, that fits that, but your actual measurements are how you should be finding a bra. Um, and that's, you know, we're an online, we're an online company. So that also makes it a little bit more challenging. Yes. Now, could you, do you do like a bra fit on a, could you do a bra fit on a Zoom call? So if, if somebody were really struggling yes. and you would of course trust that this is, nobody's recording this, right. this fitting, you would show them where to fit uh, and, and then also show them how to get the bra tissue into the bra. Cause there's a lot of breast tissue back here that we, that gush out of the sides of your bra that people will, you know, think is, um, you know, uh, adipotis, adipose tissue, but it's actually, it's actually breast tissue. It's breast tissue. It's breast tissue. Yeah. And, and, 
you know, and so again, that should all be encompassed in the bra. So, so, you know, there's a reason like for us, we, ours come down lower and they go up a little bit higher to essentially kind of scoop everything in In. to the cup. Um, because, you know, again, it's also, it's uncomfortable. Yes. And, you know, and, and, we should all be, we should all feel really good in, in our, in the clothes that we wear, especially when it comes to your bra, you know, I don't care if it gets seen or not. Like my big joke used to be when I, when I worked in corporate America, that I would come home at the end of the day. And the very first thing I would do is I would just rip that thing off. Yeah. And like slingshot it across the room. Oh, I would curse at it. Yes. And and then, you know, oftentimes you'd have several bras in a day because you had your your day bra, your, your sports bra, maybe your evening bra. Like and then, a bralette thing. Just right. To, and then I had like walk a, around the house. Yeah. And then I had my like comfy bra. Yeah. And, and now, nowadays I'm like, bra, why would I do that? Um. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to figure out how my shipment ended up back at your house because I need it. Every day that I think about it, I think about yeah. there's going to be a day that I'm going to get this bra and my life is going to change because I cannot tell you the minute I get home from anything, I take it off. And if I'm yeah. not leaving the house that day, I just wear like a big sweatshirt because I just, right. I have massive nipples. TMI, and I just don't want to see all that through my shirt. Yeah. So I wear yeah. a big sweater and I wear no bra. And it's kind of funny because my best girlfriend, Julianne, whenever I say to her, hey, do you want to go out and do something? She goes, no, my bra's off and I'm in for the night. <laughs> That's how I feel. That's totally how I feel. Half the time I go, if I come home from a long day and, and, yeah. uh, and I, you know, and somebody says, you do you want pajamas, it? Or... Nope. Bra's off. Sorry. Bra's, bra's off. off. Yeah. And pants. Pants are off. Like, yeah. At this point, you're not getting me back out. No, once my bra comes off, I won't even go to the door. So if Amazon comes to the door, I get DoorDash. I wait for them to drop the package off at the door and walk away before I let these out, like without some kind of, without them being corralled. Because I might hurt somebody. I'm just going to say, mine are. uh, Oh my gosh. Totally. Totally. (laughs) totally. I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to traumatize my children. Like, this, there's a lot going on here right. and we're just poking fun everybody we're just having some fun oh, you know we're not we're not body shaming it's just we're just relating our experiences of being bigger breasted people okay so don't come for me in the comments you know well and, and to that point because i actually think yeah. this is a really important point to to discuss right so yeah. um we're all you know we are i don't think that there's any woman on the planet and, and this is not again this is not to discuss you know, I don't want to diss men, but I don't think there's any woman on the planet that, that doesn't look and say and have, you know, have something that she doesn't like about her body. Right. Um, and, it, and it's a shame, but it, yeah. it feels that way. And, you know, um, the word plus size, like I want to, I definitely want to address it. Yeah, I don't use it. I don't use plus size in our, um, in any of our marketing because I learned very early on and that there are, there are connotations and that yeah. there are, you know, that means something different to everybody. So like, for sure. instance, you know, I'm, my, my body type is I'm, I'm narrow, but I'm very curvy. So I yeah. have boobs, yeah. I have, I have a belly and I have hips, but I'm very narrow. And so yeah. I wouldn't fit into traditionally looks wise. I don't fit into what 
I would say is stereotypically addressed as plus size. The right. same way that that um, some of the women, like one of the one of our models, is um, she's a fifty two k, and she does um, ultra marathons and CrossFit, and I mean just like the most stunning and beautiful and warm person on the planet. Wow. And she and I were having a conversation, and she said, "I don't I don't consider myself plus size." And she's like, but that's, uh, you know, that's where I have right, to shop. That's you're yeah, and yeah. so yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, there's it, it, like what we were talking about earlier, right? If everybody, if the, if, if Nike, for instance, only makes, let's just say from a 32 a to a 38 D yeah. anything that doesn't fall into that realm becomes, yeah. you know, becomes alternative size. sizing, yeah. special yeah. sizing. And yeah. that doesn't feel good for anybody, no. right? And no. so I think that there's that you know when when we talk about when we talk about body positivity and we talk yes. about uh, body shaming, we talk about you know like the some of the nomencl- nomenclature that falls within the, the I would say the uh, community of women. Yeah, none of it feels good, and so. No. Um, you know, and so I think it's really important to keep reinforcing that we all can't, we all, right. We're, we're all creatures, um, yeah. you know, and that all of our bodies were created in a certain way. And that most of us and, don't and look magazine and it's covers. Just different. Exactly. Yeah. And magazine covers are a very small representation. Like there's, there are some people who net or who naturally occur or out of the womb and look, uh, look a certain way like that. Right. But the majority yeah. of us do not fit that standard. And I read right. an article years ago, uh, of a, of a, um, a journalist who said, I'm going to train to be a Victoria's secrets model. And I'm going <laughs> to do this for six weeks. And they did this training for six weeks and they wrote about it. And this person was already five, five, nine, five, ten. So she's already in that scale because to be a Victoria's Secrets model. And I've talked about this in my body image conversations in my workshops. You have to be five foot ten. You have to have a 24 inch waist. You have to have 36 inch hips. You have to be a C cup minimum. If you're a B cup, they don't really want you up there or they're going to pad the crap of you and try to like rotate your your boobs yep. up so that they, they fill the cup. Right. And I ask people in the world, how many of us in our everyday friendships or just, I meet a lot of people in my everyday world. Am I going to meet a woman who's 5'10", 117 pounds or 150 pounds or whatever it is that you, that is the requirement, but her measurements are 32 or 34 C right. or right big, you know, full B cup or C, 24 inch waist. 36 inch chips. That is an anomaly in and of itself. That is not what most people look like. That's what maybe half a percentage of the world looks like, or 1% of the world looks like. And I think I looked up the statistic and it's like 1% of people actually look like that are born with those genetics. And the rest of that is enhancement, right? The rest of that is whatever people are doing. But to ask 99% of the population to conform to that 1% is ridiculous. No wonder people have eating disorders. No wonder people feel bad about the way they look. And to think that the average band size of a bra is a 44, I can tell you right now, I could go to any major department store and I will have a hard time finding a 44, but I'll have no problem finding a 32, a 34, or a 36. And to think that all people who wear bras would fall into that 32, 34, 36 is ridiculous. And when I first got um, measured at Nordstrom, 
I went to Nordstrom. I'm like, that is it. I have had it. I don't know what's going on. I need somebody to help me. And I went and got measured at Nordstrom and and I got measured a while ago. And I think I was like a 36 H I. And now when I did my measurements for you, we come back with, I don't know what my band size is, but you're already telling me I'm a A, B, C, D, E. I'm an F. So you know what I mean? Like that just goes to show you in four years how my breasts have changed. And in four years, I've gone through menopause. Right. Right. Well, in four years, we've lived through a pandemic and my weight has been everywhere. Mine too. Pandemic. Right. Right. And how do, how do we foster a positive body image if we can't find clothes that make us look cute and support us? It's, it's almost impossible. Well, and to build on that, right. So, because I a thousand percent agree with you, right. But then you, then you take even beyond that, right. And you say, okay, so, um, we look at Instagram, for instance, and mm-hmm. even even with these these brands, you know, like um, and I'm I'm going to pick on another one, right? Like yeah. she fit. So she fit. Yeah. She fits probably the one that like is the closest in, I would say, functionality to Bloom Bras. Okay. Okay. But I mean, I, and I I I I I won't badmouth them, but I will no, say no, that it, yeah, they, when they right. You don't see you don't see real women on there. You yeah. see professional athletes, professional models. To me, yeah. it is so important to showcase women. And yeah. you know, and again, I, I use women as a general statement. I hope that that doesn't yeah. offend anybody in the audience, right? But people with boobs who yeah. um, people who wear bras, who, right? People who wear bras um, of all shapes, sizes, and stages of life, because yeah. the fact of the matter is, is we need to start showcasing this more. Even when you look at, you know, um, you look at the way that, for instance, Lane Bryant shoots mm-hmm. versus, um, you know, somebody like Lululemon shoots models. Right. It's yeah. very different, right? And it you is. look at when, um, when Nike came out with their line of extended sizing or Lulu came out with their line of extended sizing. There's a reason that they were in it and they were out of it really quickly because they're not, it's, it's a much more difficult, much more difficult model to shoot because you have to then be inclusive. You have to show a lot of different body types and, you know, and, again, going back to their traditional model of selling the same bra for the last 40 years, changing up, you know, some prints here and there. And they're always showing, right, this model with like her ponytail and she's like with her water bottle just coming off of the room glistening. And when you look at the way that they shoot the, the traditional extended sizing, it's usually somebody smiling, looking dead at the camera, like with their hand on their hip, they're, it's, it's not the same. They're not. Provo- it's not the same provocative imagery, yeah. and so yeah. I think that that's a huge problem. And right. you know, and and hopefully, I I think we're starting to see some of the some changes there. But you know, we didn't grow up in that generation, no, and the not. generation behind us, I think, had it even worse. You know, For with sure. like For with. Sure the rise of social media and, you know, the Kim Kardashians of the world who, you oh, know, come out there and the right. Oh my God. I mean, it's right. So exactly. Wrong. But that's now, right. That's now the standard of beauty. And it's like, well, yeah. you have to go under the knife to get that. 
gift. And plus, you have to have so much money to get that. Like you have and, to be right. so rich to look like that. And she's out there touting, you know, those waist trainers which oh. crush your ribs. They yes. are scientifically proven to crush your ribs. Like that's yes. not. We've no. moved past the days of like binding our women, right? Right. So, oh my god, that was the 18th yeah. century. Did we do that already? We did I mean, that already, and it wasn't good for everyone. It didn't, so it didn't go stop. so well. <laughs> it didn't go so well for a lot of us. So let's just stop that. But I love this idea of using just everyday folks to yeah. show it what it looks like on everyday folks. And I mean, I was just perusing your, your website and I can't wait to get my bra. I'm so sad that I had some mailing issues, but it looks so cute. Do you know what I mean? Like it yeah. is, it is a solid bra that is going to hold stuff together. It looks incredibly well-made. And on top of that, it's super cute. And I love the sizing. It's just like size one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know what I mean? I'm not going to have to figure out a whole bunch of things. Yeah. I love that it has a zipper in the front. I love that it has back support. I love that it has adjustable straps. Like you have really thought of <laughs> all of it. Like I'm just in awe for sure. And I cannot wait. I'm disappointed. We kept pushing back this um, chat because I was waiting to get my bras so that I could literally wear them on camera. But when they get here, I'm going yes, to just yeah. practice in them only in my yoga pants with pockets and this bloom bra. And I'm going to show you how amazing it is. And I'm going to show you that the girls aren't going to try to come out and give people a show. No, nope. you don't want them to give. I mean, no. maybe, maybe you do. Maybe. When, I'm teaching, when I'm teaching yoga and stuff, I need them to stay where they're told. I need them to stay in their, um, in their assigned seating. So we're almost at the hour mark, which is amazing. And we've covered a lot of good topics. Tell me, where can I purchase these bras? Like where in the world, where in the world can I get a broom bra? So it's, it's www.bloombras.com. Um, and you know, we're here, we offer free returns, free exchanges, because we do know how important and difficult sizing right is, is. Yeah. um but you know it's uh so and and we've remained direct to consumer we've had partnerships in the past with companies like macy's and title nine and universal standard and some other pretty major retailers yeah um but usually right they don't want to carry that they don't want to carry the full sizing line Rich. they only want the smaller yeah. sizes and so i won't i won't cherry pick the line um Good. to me that's it's most important to have the larger sizes that's where like we sell out pretty frequently of our of our larger size yes items because because you're the only one doing it for exactly. credit like and doing it right so it, it's about body image it's about size inclusive inclusivity it's about making a product that's functional it's about making people feel good in their bodies because you and i both know when you feel good you look good and when you look good you feel good and for once I would like to have a bra that I don't want to cut off when I get home. I don't even want to try to take it off. I don't want to take a pair of shears to the back of it and just cut that sucker off. Yes. I've had it. You know, you. I just came from hot yoga not too long ago. I did hot yoga. I got up early this morning since and did hot yoga. And when I came home from hot yoga, literally there was a bath in this bra because it's just so much happening. But I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to Bloom Bras. And don't worry, all of the information where you can get yours will be included in the show notes. Elise, thank you for doing this with me. Oh, thank you for so fun. Oh, absolutely. I 
thought it was a blast. I love talking boobs with you. I love talking breasts with you. I love talking to how not to get a uniboob, how to look super cute and have a functional bra that has pockets in it. You don't even have to stick your, you don't have to stick your keys in your, in your breasts. There's actually pockets for it. So I don't know what's going to happen to that whole situation with those of us who've been using our bras as our pocketbook forever. But thank you so much for being on the Intentional Wellbeing Podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. And stay tuned. You'll get to see me and my uh, my bloom bra soon. And I'll be sharing lots of pictures of it on Instagram. You'll get sick of hearing about it. But go and get yourself a proper bra. Go and get measured. Check out their website at bloom, B-L-O-O-M, bras, B-R-A-S dot com. And check out the selection. I, you will not dis be disappointed. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you on the interrupts. And don't forget to be intentional about your well-being. Mm -hmm.